The views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human being and are solely the property of the Brightside Chat. This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to the Bright Side and issue number 168, right? I kind of slowed down. We just said it, didn't we? 168? We did. (laughs) If you're asking me if that's correct or not, you're barking up the wrong tree, man. No, I'm more asking because we just said it just before I hit record and we started. (laughs) I was like, yeah, but I didn't know if it was right then. Like, (laughs) just just going with it. All right. Not that it matters. Uh, We're way. 168. We're in the two somethings. We got a 300th coming up. Um, we're all probably at like the mid 200s for total, but yeah. Issue number 168, because we had a bunch of issues in the middle that were just specials, right? You, should we restart? Right. Yeah. You, I know you're a big fan of that, going back to number one. Rebooting at number one, yeah. Maybe when we Well, get- I said we should do that every year, but. Um, that was way back after year one, so way back, go yeah, way yeah. back. We got a lo- way back machine to year one. Yeah, so we got lots of news. Another big week for news. We got some books that eh, I'm a little sketchy on. Uh, one I liked, one not so much. And um, how's your real world this week? Is it extended? No. Oh, good. It's not actually. Okay. All right. Well, instead of let's guessing, let's just let's get into the store. All right. <laughs> and that's that door chime letting you know that I'm in the store, John. I'm here. Be alerted. I am. I'd come out of the back room now. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing back there? Oh, you'll never know. <laughs> I don't come out tucking my shirt in. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Uh, I'm all screwed up now. I know. You're all like in a tizzy now. Yeah, I'm in a tizzy now. In a tizzy. (laughs) So how's your week, Ben? How are things going? Uh, Okay. They're okay. Up and down still, but. Up and down there. Lovely Arkham comics and games. Yeah. I mean, life is great. But I mean, store-wise, it's you know it's up and down, <laughs> up so, and down, up yeah. and down. It's the way life goes, you know. I mean, again, any day above ground is great at this at this stage. So. This is true. This yeah. is true. We're getting to the part of your life where below ground's starting to look relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, no. at least. At least I can get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they call it resting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I actually went. We went away this weekend for the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah? yeah, we just went. Cool. We went to Newport, an hour south. <laughs> oh, okay. Went with the neighbors and uh, two couples, and just we rented a house and just hung out and did nothing. Cool. Unfortunately, the weather was so good on Saturday, I had to drive home and work. <laughs> oh yeah. But, hey, it, I mean, I had to work. It's the place that I work on Saturdays. I hadn't been there since December because the weather didn't right. cooperate. But, uh, but yeah, it was it was great. Just hanging out, <laughs> doing nothing, not having anything to, to do, you know, being away from home. And you're just sitting there, like, just right. sitting in a room and being quiet. Hmm. So it was a lot Nothing's of fun. wrong with that. Yeah. What would you think of the Super Bowl? I thought that was good. Yeah. I mean, 
it was a good game. You know, I had no skin in the game, so I was relaxed. And, you know, I was pulling for Cincinnati, but yeah. at the end of the day, didn't care really one way or the other. So I just enjoyed the game. I thought it was good, you know, low scoring affair, but yeah. Yeah, I thought I had, no again, like you, I had no skin in the game, but did you find yourself at the end, because I was pulling for Cincy, too, like, starting to get nervous, like, they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah, and I was yeah. a little mad when they didn't, honestly, but um, but then I realized, oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, no, so. I was also happy to see, you know, L.A. do it, and uh, uh, yeah. that one guy that's about to retire, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was, like, in tears at the end of the game, and... Yeah. That was the last thing he needed to do in his career, you know. Um, and stay, same with Stafford, you know, Stafford yeah. coming from Detroit all those years there. And did you see that piece that they put together? It was might have been part of the pregame or whatever, or one of the pregame shows where um, he was at his kitchen table with his wife and they were talking about him leaving Detroit and like he didn't even want to leave. He didn't, oh, no. He had no intention of leaving, according to this. And he's just sitting there quietly at the kitchen table and his wife's like, he's, he's loyal to a fault. Like, right. like he probably Im- implying like if he didn't he leave, he was there. Yeah. He'd still be there. And, but they, all parties wanted him to have a chance to, uh, win a Super Bowl. And I guess Detroit was like in the, you know, in the case of, uh, you know, rebuilding, so all of that and everything. So he, uh, yeah, it was really cool to see, but he just sat there quietly while his wife said that it was pretty funny, pretty funny. So Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't catch any of the pregame. Honestly, I actually missed the first five minutes of the game. Cause I was, watching oh, really? something else. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was, but I mean, fun. I was like, ah, what's five minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It was, uh, I actually, that's one of the things I wanted to do. Why I wanted to go away is I wanted to be able to just hang out and catch some of that, but we'll talk a little bit more in real world about what else we watched that day. So it was a fun day, but all right. Um, let's see anything else. Nothing else, right? You ready to get to some, what do we get to first? Mailbag, right? Mailbag. You ready to get to some mailbag? Sure. All right. Here we go. First wrinkly article up. It's <laughs> from uh, Martin, our buddy Martin, at Geekvine on Twitter. No gin and tonics were harmed in the making of this video. And yeah. that's uh, in reply to our uh, music video, <laughs> our, our clip that I put out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And sadly, no, no gin and tonics were harmed. I know. That was, I mean, imagine. Could you imagine? I, well, I was going to say, it would have been glorious, I think, is what my response was. Yeah. Um, it, it, <laughs> had there been many gin and tonics harmed. Uh, the music would so, still be playing. Yeah. I had it, the music in me. Yep. He also uh, also replied, I love I loved Mandalorian Season 3. Looking forward to catching the finale tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and I was talking with, uh, oh, when I recorded last week with um, Rich Keefe from my other podcast and we were just talking before we started recording and i said i i called it mandalorian and yeah. i was like yeah did you see mandalorian today and he went right into his reply and then i realized neither of us picked up on it it wasn't even like i wasn't right. making a joke it's just that's just what it literally the show has become right so we'll get to more of that later uh 
Tom Bellows at Brightside underscore chat. Different spin than you and John thought talking about the announcement of Obi-Wan. And we'll have more of that coming up in news. But yeah, yeah. different spin. Uh, shocker at first. But as most of you know, we'll talk about it in news too. There's a very good reason. Yeah. Very good reason. A little disappointed in myself, actually. <laughs> uh, BJ Horton, 2005. Haha, we are watching some more. Talking about Peacemaker. He goes, thanks to you. I listened to the entire Wigwam album last night at work. Haha, happy to have helped inspire <laughs> the name for an episode at Brightside underscore chat. Yes, you did inspire. <laughs> he did. That was, I mean, that it was a lot of fun. And now I, I spent the week, well, not the week. I spent some time this past week trying to figure out more ways to get more music involved and make it easier. Like right now I've got to unplug, replug and do things. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not that easy. So I'm trying to figure out how to do it and be able to have the levels go the way they do. But, um, right. I'm sure we'll get there in year five or six. Yeah. <laughs> BJ. Don't get ahead of yourself, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bj yeah you haven't locked me down yet for for my next contract oh yeah are you up for a new contract i don't know i don't know when i'm up for renewal but i'll have to find out it's like because hey john um there could be a lockout buddy it yeah. goes both ways you know yeah like, you show up to work someday where'd he go where'd he go yeah well i won't be able to because i literally couldn't log in if there wasn't a link I know. sent by you. So <laughs> well, that's, it's, I wouldn't be able to look at your empty chair and say, where'd he go? Because <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's the funny, that's the funny, but sad thing. Like is if one of these days, like if I ever, if something happens to me, it would be like, okay, <laughs> it just all yeah. goes away. You right. wouldn't even know how to go on and like do a, oh, well, we're done. Or <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to pre-record a goodbye <laughs> from there you. you. Go. <laughs> like, show, show Jen how to how to load it if it happens. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It'll be like if you're hearing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and goodbye video out. Your your goodbye video will have me saying at the very end. Now say goodbye, John. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh boy, are we being morbid today? Huh? I know. Jeez. I don't know where that came from. Wow. I don't know. I gotta get my head in the game here. <laughs> I'm talking yeah. about taking a relaxing dirt nap. <laughs> and yeah. now you recording a goodbye. <laughs> All right, let's move along. Uh BJ <laughs> BJ also says at Brightside on underscore chat and at Arkham Comics. <laughs> This is the the one that he sent the picture of uh oh. was it Walter Matthau? Yeah. With the chicklets. John yeah. seems to be pretty resilient and easygoing. So don't take offense, but all this all this talk of teeth and John smiled and I saw this. Baha, I thought you guys would get a kick out of this. Yeah. What is that from, do you know? I have no idea. You son of a bitch. <laughs> that, and that's what you said to him, didn't you? Did um, you say something back to him? I don't remember what I said yeah. back, but yeah. Something. So and he also started Euphoria. Very neat. Very neat. neat. Yeah. Not what I would, that's not the word I would use to describe it. But. Well, I sent you that link. Oh, not that link. I sent you that uh, meme. If like, if you're enjoying Euphoria, see, yeah, a, you might see need a therapist therapy or something. See yeah. a therapist. And it's like, well, that's one of the reasons that we watch it is because Jen really likes it. And she is a therapist. So. Right. 
I am currently seeing a therapist, married to a therapist, <laughs> watching it with a therapist. So exactly, there I think you go. I am in good hands. You're good covered. Hands. Yes, <coughs> I am in good hands. So, all right, that was mailbag for this week. Ah, uh, you want to move right along to breaking news? Sure. All right. All right, John. What do we got? All we right. got a bunch. So it- yeah, I got a bunch. Uh, looks like Amazon has gone ahead and renewed the Wheel of Time for season three, uh, well ahead of its season two debut. Um, so <laughs> I'm just looking um, at the image I pulled up. Ruta de Tempo. Apparently, I pulled up the Spanish version. Of oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm like the Spanish graphic for Wheel yeah. of Time. So, <laughs> hey. You know, hey, we're trying to diversify works. here, right? There you go. <laughs> Half of our listeners can read it. So. <laughs> what's, this, or, what's the native language in Antarctica? Part of our 37 <laughs> viewers will see it and yes, be able to read it. So. Exactly. So, <laughs> whoops. But yeah, um, you know, it's good for me. Like I said, I, I criticized it a, a bit throughout the season, but by the end of the season, I found myself enjoying it. So, um, you know, I'm down for more. Uh, Do we even know about season two yet? No. No. I mean, as far as I know, there's no release date for it. So um, no idea when that's going to happen. All right. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's one I might want to get that I'm, I don't know, the further away I get from it, I I do scroll by it. It's still on my my timeline there. And I look and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll start that. But I I haven't been wanting for new content lately. I've been pretty busy. So I'm like. But when I get a, a moment or two and I'm like, yeah, I'll give that, I'll get back into that. So, yeah. Like oh, I said, I, you may, you may end up enjoying it. It's, it, it, it comes together. I think it's, here's the thing is it's, it's, we've said this time and again, it, it's like the wheel of time. It keeps coming back around, but right. we, it's not that it was bad. It's just that when you have so much really good content, that's right. what you're kind of looking for, for the next thing. Right. And it's not like I want to. Like I said, it's not bad, but it's not as great as some other stuff. So I'm right. always looking for that next great thing. Sometimes yeah. that's hard to find. Well, I say, yeah, they're not always there. So Right. All right. What do we got right. next? Uh, oh. Next up, it looks like um, Rupert Friend has been cast as the Grand Inquisitor in the Obi-Wan series for Disney+. Plus. Mm. Um, not really familiar with his work, but... Um, Grand Inquisitor, obviously another character. From I was like Rupert Friend the or the War. Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, well, the Grand Inquisitors are you know they were from Clone Wars. Yeah. So once again, bringing. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, somebody's ringing my doorbell. Okay. <laughs> I need I need to pause. Hold on. Please hold. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Back. Mm, no problem. I am not going solar today. Thank you very much. Um. <laughs> case in case you guys were wondering yes um but anyway um as i was saying you know bringing in more of the you know the clone wars into the live action stuff and i'm all for every bit of that happening so yeah cool um yeah all right and then yeah the oh okay no i was gonna say i'm like the grand inquisitor i'm not really or grand inquisitors i'm not really sure it matters what he looks like no, it you it know doesn't. it's. I, I mean, I'm sure they're going to go somewhat close to the, yeah, um, you know, the Clone Wars 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Because at this point, he's been in comics and he's been in that show. So, I mean, he does have a look, but... Uh, well, the Grand Inquisitor the does, goes. but the act, what the actor looks like is what I mean. It doesn't really, you know, well, similar it to like a Cad Bane gonna, or something. It's all going to be yeah. makeup anyways. Right. So, yeah, it's more about the, and I don't know, again, you know, call me Mr. Headline. Um, maybe Rupert Friend voiced <laughs> the Inqui- Grand Inquisitor in the cartoon. I'm not 100% sure. Right. Um, yeah. And if that's so, that would be even better. Um, but. Yep. I don't, I don't know that off the top of my head. So I think that would have been in the headline if he had, but it probably would have been. Yeah. But, but. All right. Um, and then, yeah, sticking with Obi-Wan, and this is what you alluded to earlier. Um, we do have our official premiere date, which is May 25th. Um, we had speculated last week that May the 4th would be the premiere date. And, yeah. Um, Again, like you, was initially disappointed. I was like, what are they doing? Like, why would they not right. <laughs> use May the 4th? Um, but it turns out May the 25th is the 45th anniversary of um, episode 4 uh, release. Right. So um, if just, o- that makes sense, too. If uh, only they and, had known 45 years ago, they would have I released know. the movie on the 4th. On, on May the 4th. That yeah. way, because uh, that would have... You know, maybe who knows what day that would have been, but they have to they have to forecast these things out better, John. Right? Because I mean, that, how I awesome mean, would that have been though if that <laughs> if that had happened? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like what they forecast that forty five years from now we're gonna have a we're gonna have a channel. <laughs> well, no, but they service. knew. But they they knew right. when they put the movie out that somebody was gonna say, "May the force be with you" a multiple times. Right, and maybe they would have figured it out themselves yes. before we did and done it on their own, but. Um, you know, unfortunately that didn't happen. Right. Um, now the rumor is that bad batch season two will drop on May the 4th. Oh, I'm not sure. I believe that because I don't know that they would have two overlapping shows on Wednesdays, you know, because there's more than three episodes of bad batch. So once you <laughs> get to, so. once you get to May, once you get to May 4th, you're going to be overlapping two shows a day, and I don't think that they would yeah. do that. But a lot of people are I concur. are saying that. So I don't know where that's coming from, but it would seem odd to me if that happened. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, in, that, a, in a couple weeks, I, I'm <laughs> racking my brain trying to figure out. That's not that big of a brain, so it's a very small rack. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to figure out. Like just a way that that would even be like viable, yeah. Like why? Like what do they do? Like three episodes, then Obi Wan, then come back, or because you're right, there's no way a streaming. It just just doesn't seem business because they want to stretch. Yeah, they want. Yeah, they want to spread these things things out. out. Yeah. So, um, I I would imagine Bad Batch will drop sometime after you know Obi Wan in between Andor or whatever's next, but. I mean, we were, we would hope that someday that they would have like more than one day of the week have stuff drop, but I don't see stuff dropping on the same, you know, the same day. Yeah, I don't either. You know, it would be, well, it would be unprecedented for them at this point anyways, like anything's possible, you know, because something like a Netflix drops multiple things on every week. So it's not like they can't drop more than one thing on a Wednesday because right. it's not like network TV where you have to watch one and then the other. You know, you can still enjoy them at your convenience. 
So, but even I mean, it's not impossible, but it's just something they've never done before. Right. But so. even the birth of network television back in the, when it first came out in the fifties and sixties and even into our age, it's like television, it was finite today. It seems like it's infinite. Like it's just 24 seven. The TV is on. Right. And, but what remember, remember when we were kids, TV went off after the late show, the late show. Yeah. Yeah, with you watch. You got it, like the whoop. national anthem with the flag, and then it was and then static got, all night long yeah, shh, until, until like six a.m. Six a.m. And then you got the yeah. national anthem again, and on like weekends you get you know um, uh, what what was Davy and Goliath, Davy and Goliath on Sundays, <laughs> but um, yeah. Captain Bob on right. Saturdays in our region, anyways, and he drew stuff. Uh, but other than that, it was like you. It was finite. But even going back to like when our parents were kids. TVs came on at night for those for those shows. It wasn't it was it wasn't until things evolve and then there's enough content to just keep these things going. <coughs> so right. you never know. Who knows where this could go? Where you get enough um, get enough people making quality content, they could have something every day, every right. every day of the week. You know, uh, but I dropping on two <coughs> days, two on one day. You know, starting on the twenty fifth. I I don't see that either. I just don't uh, yeah, see that I, either. I, 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 uh, good to think I, Bad Batch is that, on its but, way. So yes. what what do we have in between for Star Wars though? Bad Batch might we said this a few weeks ago, like maybe a month or so ago, that Bad Batch should be coming fairly soon because well, Bad Batch should be coming and or should be coming, but we also have to keep in one. mind like somewhere in here we're dropping in Moon Knight, like we're dropping in the Marvel stuff too. So right. all of all of that also um comes in between so you know there's no telling because they're balancing both of those franchises well moon Knight, we got these we got the trailer for and that had a date on it too didn't it it wasn't it like does, March. right and it's coming yeah it's coming um march or april march so 20 i don't know why I th- yeah think so probably ending yeah. just in time for you know obi-wan yeah and then you know who knows because like i said we've got bad batch but we've also got marvel stuff to worry about so yeah 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 i was telling jen jen's interested in moon knight now because i told being the the therapist and we saw the trailer and she was like i don't know and that just off the trailer she was like i don't know i go i think it looks awesome and i then i told her about moon knight in the background and everything and the therapy and she's like "Ooh, i'm into that i'm like yeah (laughs) i'm like huh yeah (laughs) so um all right, you ready to move on to the next one? Yeah. Um, this one kind of came out of left field, but Hulu has ordered a revival of Futurama. Um, hmm. Most of the original cast is returning. Uh, the notable exception is the voice actor for Bender. Um, has not yet signed a, a deal to return, but I believe all the other major cast members are returning. I was never a big Futurama guy. I mean, I've seen yeah. Duck dozen episodes or so you know over the years but right. um but you know i know this had a big following so I, I can't wait for the simpsons to get canceled so they can bring it back again on hulu <laughs> you know <laughs> right it's like renewed. there's reasons why these things stopped in the first place like i was just talking to lydia the other day because they're bringing back criminal minds on paramount plus um the show ran for 15 plus years on cbs and was canceled because Nobody cared about it anymore. 
And just a couple short years later, we're bringing it back on Paramount Plus. It's like, why? Nobody well, cared about it two years ago. Right. So why are we bringing it back? Well, with all do, the same people. They're doing you know? the same thing with Law and Order. You saw exactly. during the Super Bowl, they're like, yeah. they're back. Well, I wasn't. Right. Ha- I wasn't sad when they went away. Exactly, because they were also on for like nine hundred years, <laughs> and they got finally canceled, and like. Now they're coming back again. It's like, who wants more Law and Order? Right. Like, well, Law and Order um, SVU or whatever. Well, but those were different shows. Right. But, but this that one never went OG. away. And apparently it's like the virus. It just won't go away. Right. <laughs> it's like that one has been on forever. Yeah. And Jen you know, loves and that You've got one. these long running shows, that, you know, like NCIS that'll get canceled. And then like two years later, they'll bring it back on Paramount Plus. It's like, well, just... Just don't take it off. Just keep it going. Yeah. (laughs) Why bother taking it off? The SVU one, just, I used to watch them with Jen and I'm like, now I watch them. She still loves it. And I was like, I I don't know. I guess it's kind of like how I watch the same movies over and over. Maybe that's what people find appealing about that because every, they're all the same now. They're all the same. It's been on for like 22 years and you drop into any episode and I, I wouldn't know which year we were in. There's right. They're all exactly the same. And it's like, right. but it's popular. But again, it gets that way with any long running show that you watch. Like Supernatural, you could say the same thing about Supernatural, you know? Right. Like I watched it for so long that, yeah, you could just bump into an episode now. And I mean, I wouldn't know if it was season one or season 15. You right. Know? It's like, right. Other than the way they look, maybe, you know, they look a little older. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, that's how you, you know, tell the difference. But it's literally the exact same show for 15 years and yeah you know but you can say that about literally any network tv show john you know, we watch great about life we watch we can say that about our show really every oh, week yeah. it's breaking news it's mailbag you know <laughs> same stuff but um but you know we watch i watch like nine one one, and it's like the same thing every week somebody gets in like this crazy accident that you know they're in this like hanging upside down from their toe off the empire state building or something. And then they go save them. And it's like next week, it's the same thing. You know, it's just, now it's a different building and a different toe. So, (laughs) um, but we keep watching these shows anyways, like every week, you know, because that's what we do. What's funny is it's, that's what made cheers. So great. is because that is what it's like. Like I go to, we go to our local restaurant, our local bar and we walk in and it's, it's, it's not a show. This is real life. And you right. go in and it's the same thing every time. It's the same yep. people. We all say the same things. We all yep. laugh and joke about the same stuff. Eat and you come back, food, put, drink the yep, same drinks. And- yep. Exactly. I order the <laughs> yeah. same food every time and you come and it, 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 that's what's fun though. And that's the, that's right. what's comforting. Right. Yeah. And, but that's what cheers was like. You walk in and they, it's basically the same conversations over and over and you just, it's that comfort, comfortable feeling of walking in, you know, of a place like that, like, you know, the whole where everybody knows your name and all that. But right. that's what we like. And it's like, so whether it's our shows or real life, it's like, but sometimes you got to mix it up a little. Maybe not 22 years for a show. Exactly. <laughs> we'll stop at 21. There you go. Yeah. That bell will stop chiming at 21 years. All right. Stop coming in. <laughs> sad god willing the store's open in 21 years (laughs) i I won't be working at it but somebody might somebody might yeah Yeah, the opening of the show 21 years from now will be like john wake up 
Done. (laughs) Time to do the show. John, it's four in the afternoon. Get up. It's almost time time to go back to bed. It's time to make the donuts. (laughs) There you go. Oh, oh, 21 years from now. Yeah, well, we'll be in our 70s. No big deal. You have 72. Yeah, that's all. 73, rather. 73, yeah. There you go. Yeah, 73. All right. This is a dark show. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) All right. Well, we're talking Futurama here, right? So... Yeah. All right. Next up. So next up, it looks like all of the uh, Marvel Netflix shows um, are having their rights officially reverting to Disney uh, as of now. So um, the shows will be leaving Netflix, probably going to be airing. I don't know if they'll air on Disney Plus because no. they'll probably go to Hulu because yeah. they're a little bit too dark for Disney Plus. Uh, but I mean, we knew this was going to happen. There was like a two, two and a half year window or something hmm. between the end of the show and when the rights were going to go to Disney. Um, and apparently that is time is now. So, um, like I said, the, the good news is that that just opens everything up for Disney to be able to do whatever they want. Um, not that they weren't already because, um, for those that don't know, Matt Murdock appeared in, <laughs> right <laughs> spider-man you know and kingpin showed up so um bigger news is just that they're leaving netflix and going to a new home so yeah um yeah there's i i wonder i it's funny because at first i was like oh that would be cool if they all landed at disney plus and then i saw one person tweet out no way it's got yeah. sex violence yeah nudity. They're too dark for Dis- it dark really for did have all of that between the different yeah. shows you know i Right. I Daredevil had pretty much just the violence. I'm not sure if it right. had, but all the other ones, you mix them all up. So I'm wondering, do they pick and choose where ones go? Um, or do they all go so, to because Hulu? they're an interconnected universe. So I would yeah. think they would all go. They would all go to the same place. Go to Hulu, or yeah. they add a different tier into Disney Plus. They add, which a, has been a rumor. Yeah, you know, they've rumored that more than once, but as of now, they don't have that. So. Right. This could be their opportunity and maybe be. who knows, maybe that's where, uh, um, Moon Knight could end up if, and we don't even know it yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're like, they introduce a new tier March 1st where it's an adult tier and kind of like, I know HBO max has no qualms with anything. They don't say that they're a, um, a for kids or anything. So like a peacemaker can just drop right. in there and like i like i said earlier it's or weeks ago my my nephew was like dad i can't wait to watch that and he's like nine <laughs> like, mm, no sorry that's but Probably you would not. never know you know but it, like right. on a, a hbo max they have it in the dc section with all the dc shows and some of those shows are appropriate and some aren't you know doom patrol not so much right so but but that's, you know, maybe Disney Disney Plus adds in, you know, their own, you know, uh, password level Prote- or something. Yeah, password protected, protected section. Level. There you go. Yeah. So we will see. We will. All right. Next up. Oh, um, speaking yeah, of so DC. DC. Yeah, speaking of DC and comics, um, DC has announced uh, Dark Crisis as its next big comic event series. Uh, this will take place in the wake of Justice League 75, which is the death of the Justice League. Um, so um, this summer we'll spin into Dark Crisis uh, and see where the status quo is at the end of that. So 
Um, they have said that it is not a license for them to reboot a la Rebirth or New 52. So don't look for like sweeping changes throughout their lineup. But um, could see a little bit of a reset with some things. Um, you know, again, I would love to see a reset of Batman with Alfred, Alfred. maybe coming back yeah. or, you know, Bruce finding his wallet again. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe between the maybe, seat cushions. Yeah, maybe Superman figures out how to get his powers back, you know, and, and all that good stuff. So uh, we'll see um, what what it, what happens. But um, we'll talk more about that and uh, check out. Yeah, I, I have my as own check thoughts out on and that. as it as yeah. it comes through. Yeah, like I no, what I'm saying today, I have my away. own thoughts on that idea too. On, oh, okay. on everything that's going on, but I think okay. it's more of an old man get off my lawn take. But hey, yeah, that's me. Well, that's. <laughs> Both of us. So. <laughs> I, know. I think you're rubbing off on me, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good, but. No. Hey. We must evolve. Exactly. All right. Next up. All right. Uh, Russell Crowe has joined the cast of Sony's Craven the Hunter movie. I like In an this. unknown role. Yeah, I like it too. Um, this will be um, his second role in the quote unquote MCU because he is. Um, playing Zeus in Thor Love and Thunder. So um, I don't imagine he's actually playing the title role of Kraven because no. then oh. there'll be no no way to cross over that character with the MCU. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, because of him playing another role. Um, so I'd imagine it's probably a smaller, smaller part in this. But, um, but yeah, once again, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Yep. I like him. He's good. I do too. Um, And then speaking of guys I like, uh, Ray Stevenson has joined the cast of the Ahsoka series on Disney Plus um, in an unknown villain role, but not Grand Admiral Thrawn. So um, some kind of Imperial officer, um, I would imagine, but but not Thrawn. Um, But yeah, um, again, the show just looks like it's getting better and better. Um, with all of this casting news, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What do I know? I don't know that name off the top of my head. He know played the from? Punisher in one of the Punisher movies. Oh, he played on wow. Rome. He played in Red Notice, I believe. He's been in a million things. The image um, I have here—he's older, gray. He doesn't look yeah. like the old the Punisher. But yeah, that was Punisher. And I've I've seen both Punishers. Yeah. Both versions anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I've always, I've liked him since he was in Rome on HBO back then. Um, Mm -hmm. And everything he's been in has been great. So um, this should be no exception. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then last but not least, um, Black Adam writer, and I'm sure I'll get this right, Adam Stitch, Stitzkeel, Stickle, 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 has has been tapped to write a Wonder Twins live action movie for HBO Max. And this news just dropped yesterday, and I was like, talk about from completely out of left field. Like yeah. I don't know who was looking for this or waiting for this. Um, and I think Garmin said it on his show today. This could like be really, really dumb or genius. You know what I mean? Right. Like. And nowhere in the middle, probably, um, you know, 
Marvel's got a great track record of taking completely unknown and offbeat characters and doing great does things with Mar- them. Marvel have um, that? Marvel does. No, James no, Gunn Marvel doesn't. Does. But what I'm saying is Marvel has done that with, you know, a lot of characters. Um, James Gunn has done it with both companies, and he's doing it now with, like, Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. Right. So if it's treated right, like these throwaway characters, this could be, like, a great show. I would love to see a dark show a la Peacemaker like with the Wonder Twins, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> but um, that'd be hysterical. You know, instead of Eagly, you got Gleek, the yeah. monkey, and you know Zan is just got like a pot belly. <laughs> you oh, know his God. shirt, his shirt doesn't even cover it, and he's got like you know a a, a drinking habit and you're going real dark beard. Yeah, like a, I think it would be awesome though. <laughs> you know, so uh, we'll see. <laughs> would you like to touch my monkey? Uh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the wonder twins not bright side chat yeah like, i i think you want to be uh zan yes like, uh, i am zan yes i'm channeling my inner zan what does that mean what's that mean for me yeah i don't know jana what does i it mean know you? form of shape of yeah an icicle no that'd be you that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's Maybe. you. Yeah, I yeah. I get to be an eagle. Or yeah, eagly. <laughs> eagly. A macaque. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Shape of a macaque. <laughs> Touch my macaque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. We did like Almost the comic, bright side though. after dart. Yeah. Almost but, bright side after I'm dart. I'm trying but. to get us back. <laughs> I know. Get us back. Uh, we did like the comic, though, the Wonder Twins at the beginning. I did, yes. That it was, was fun. It was fun. And it was fun. They could have fun with it. The problem is if they don't allow other characters in there, like if it's yeah. just the Wonder Twins, and then because some of the fun stuff in that book when it came out was like the funny things that they would, that like Batman would say or right. Superman. And it's like you had stuff that, that you don't get in their normal books that they would say to the wonder twins and everything. And it was, you know, it was a little, it, it was a lot lighter of, right. Of a book. So hopefully the show could do the same thing. The movie, I should say the wonder twins movie, they do the same thing. Um, right. I, I could see that happening, but you're right. It could either be a disaster or, but, it, or it could be great. Right. And, you know, I'll watch and where it's only I, a I'm movie. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. That's all you got. That's all they need you to do is click it once. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> click on it once and go, ah, yay or nay, you don't make another one. That's so, it. Be fun to see casting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. As we get closer, we'll start. I'm sure we'll hear speculation on uh, who is being oh, I'm sure. thought of yeah. for the characters. And <laughs> that'd be fun. So, all right. That's it for breaking news. Are you ready to get to uh you ready to get to some checkout? Sure. Alright, John. What did we spend our money on this week? Alright. Um the first book we're gonna take a look at is from Dynamite Comics. It was Draculina, issue number one. Um yeah. it's written written by Christopher Priest, had art by Michael St. Maria. Uh, cover art by Colette Turner. Um, so, Draculina, this is another book that spins out of the Vampirilla universe. Draculina is similar to Vampirilla in the sense that she is a vampire 
from the planet Draculon um, living here on Earth. Um, this is the same writing team and artist team that are doing Vampirella. So um, if you're reading that book, this should all be very familiar. Um, the one thing I found is that there were a f- I am not reading Vampirella right now, and there were a few references in the book going back to that series. Um, but it didn't hinder like my ability to understand this book or what no. was going on. But you do kind of feel like there's information that you would know if you were reading the other series. Um, this was kind of just what you would expect it to be um, if you've read any of the other Dynamite books. The only thing I thought was a bit of a twist with this was the fact that um, Draculina is linked to another person. And yeah. Like each one of them only exists when the other one is asleep. And of course, neither one of them are happy with this arrangement. And Draculina especially is trying to sever that relationship. So there was a couple of scenes in here that I thought were pretty funny where, you know, she was basically trying to um, put herself into dangerous situations and then go to sleep so that the other person would wake up and like find herself like flying out of the windshield of a car and stuff like right. that, uh, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but overall, this was just okay. Um, it, I, I mean, I thought the art was good, hmm. and um, it was just very status quo for like the Dynamite and Vampirella universe. Um, it didn't, I don't think, did anything like it didn't break any new ground or anything. Um, but it was enjoyable. Like, yeah. I, I don't know that I'm on it for like, I don't know that I'm going to stick with it necessarily, but I enjoyed it. Um, it yeah, overall, the last couple of weeks, this is one of the better books that we've talked about. So, yeah, um, that's, it was a fun, fun ride. It was yeah. it really was. <laughs> and by the end of it, I was interested in picking up the next book because of that whole idea of like it, it's uh they you have a host body right type thing and you can only exist at once kind of a dual personality type thing going on and that was different than vampirella different take right so but it is kind of the same thing i haven't read vampirella in a little while in in months right um but yeah it's the same storyline but if you have zero information all everything you need is is at the beginning. Everything of Everything you book. need is there. Yeah, it's right. all there. Um, yeah, you know, again, you, you it takes you a little bit in the beginning of the like you're a little confused in the beginning of the book to you kind of get the revelation that they're swapping places because you know you kind of start out with the girl and she's waking up in bed next to a dead body and you're yeah. kind of like, well, why wouldn't she know this already because right. she was there? But then you realize why she wouldn't know that. But yeah, and I guess she calls them Gomers. Or something, and yeah. so she's like, you know, I'm always waking up next to these dead gomers and stuff. <laughs> right, right. Like kind of, it was kind of funny, you know. Yeah, it, it was. It was different. It was different, but um, we'll see. Like I said, I might give it another. I might give it at least one yeah. more issue, but um, it definitely, like I said, was fun and uh, not a bad read at all. So, well, the way I look at it is, it's it's kind of what comics are supposed to be. They're fun. You, I mean, they don't all have to be this way, but it was fun. And by the time you were done with it, you weren't like, huh, what, what are they trying to say? It was just a fun ride. And the only like thing you for said, me, like the art this... was good. And it was, I just really, I just really enjoyed it. But like, whether I go on or not with this is kind of like your description of wheel of time. Like there's just right. so much bandwidth and there's so much good right. stuff that I don't know if I have room for this, that 
was just okay. Right. You know what I mean? So that we'll see. We'll, and it's, we'll see I mean, it in goes. all the years we've been doing this, John, we've never come up with a scoring system or anything. No. But if no, we, we did haven't. with our experience right now, it's like, if we did, it would be like, must like, what is book two must read. If I see it, I might read it or I'll right. avoid it. It's something like, you right. know what I mean? And this is one where, for me, it's kind of, it's not a must read the second one, right. but, but if, you see it, if you I might see it, it, I'll be like, oh yeah. yeah, because a lot of our books, you'll be like, yeah, I want to read that. I want to read two. And then weeks later, you'll be like, all right, I read two because you get them all. So you see right. every single one. Whereas the normal reader like myself, unless it's presented to you, you're not like, you, how do you know weeks later? Cause especially for you and I, where we read right. like every week, every week, every week, every week, all this different stuff. Weeks later, I'll be like, I'll have forgotten about a track, a Draculina right. book. And then it, it needs to be brought to my attention again. So it's the rare book that makes you just like, all right, I've got to put this in my notes or pre-buy it again or go whatever you do at your store. Like, ah, when I get to the store, that's what I used to do at Friendly Neighborhood is I'd put it in my notes. Don't forget to ask for this. I want that right. book. Um, so, yeah, that, but that's a rare book that makes you right. want to go. Like, I, gotta I mean, honestly, up. there's a ton of books that I say I do want to read the second issue and I end up still not getting to Correct. ever reading it again. Exactly. Because I just don't think about it. Yeah. Or, like I said, sales weren't good enough on the first one so i didn't bring in the second one you know what i mean okay so even if i liked it if i didn't order number two then it just goes away because i don't think about it ever again right. you know so that and that happens a lot because there's a lot of books that are really good but just don't sell right and so i i as a business owner i don't keep ordering them and so they just fall away because they're not coming in to remind me to read them and i right. forget Yep. It's a tough life, John. It is. But we make it work. <laughs> well, so far. We'll see. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Oh, um, boy. Next up. Yeah. Next up from uh, Marvel is Secret X-Men number one. This was written by Teeny Howard, had art by Francesco Mobili, uh, cover art Lionel Francis Yu. So this actually was just a one-shot, which I didn't realize when I chose it last week, although I probably still would have chose it because there just weren't a lot of options uh, for number one issues to read. But um, So this isn't necessarily going anywhere. Um, yeah, this was not great. Um, this, this was like an X-Men team made up of all the X-Men that you don't really care about. That's what um, I was... A couple of them. Were, you know, New Mutants, you had Sunspot and Cannonball, and they're okay. Yeah. Um, Banshee, I've heard about, but, like, I've never heard of Marrow and Tempo and some of these guys. <laughs> um, but essentially, they are... They're secret um, X-Men. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> don't and know they're about secret them. because they're tricked into um, a mission that they think is real, and then they find out, you know, not to spoil it, but uh, nobody cares. Um you know that it was just a training mission at the end of the day but um you know they they're not allowed to remember what happened so their memories are erased and that's why they're called the secret x-men um it, it just wasn't good really so um i don't know what they were trying to set up with this because it is not an ongoing series and i don't i don't know what they're trying to tie this into i, I don't know why this exists and um <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like this is—I just don't—I can't <laughs> well, see the reason for it. You, you can't uh, have more raving review than that. I right? don't know why this. Exists. Well, I just—I can't see the reason, like why this was even ordered. Like who? I think that's well, one of our five star this, reviews for know? our podcast. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why this, why this exists. exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the fourth tier of. Um, I'll see it if if I, I'll read it if I see it. <laughs> um, tier number four. I don't know why this exists. Um, <laughs> but like all of these things are pitched in a meeting at some point I before know. they happen, and it's like I don't know why this was. <laughs> greenlit like i i don't know John, what they're trying to accomplish oh my god you know? are we so we are so <laughs> of like mind after doing this i'm like reading yeah. this and i'm like like you said like it's pitched and you're like what were they thinking like right. i was thinking this reading the book and i i'll be honest with you like after like halfway through this i stopped reading i read like the first bubble on a page and i read the last bubble if there were any bubbles in the middle i skipped them and i honestly oh, yeah. don't think i missed anything because i you got the gist <laughs> and i was like what the hell is like all of these yeah. cat i'm like like you said they're sitting in a in a meeting and like you know what we got to do a book about a bunch of people nobody's ever heard of because right. everybody's getting tired of you know the good characters Right. And they're so out of right. idea. So let's do a let's do a book with all the bad characters. Right. And it, well, we don't have any bad ones. Make some up. You right. know. <laughs> like like what do you it's they're so out of ideas for the the main characters right. that they they they're just like let's make up some new stuff. We're going through that with Batman. And well, at, we are. And, and like that's what I new, said I wanted to get three to. Three new X books coming out on the order form that I just finished ordering is like, how many X books do we need? Like, you know I'm what I mean? I'm done it's with X. Like, this had white pages in it again. And it I did. almost well, they like, still do. They've never gone away from them. Like oh, ever since I know that's like the new status quo in the X-Men books, even though Hickman's not writing them anymore, they all still have them. And I don't even read, I just skip right over them. Me and too. I never feel like I've missed anything in those books. Like I haven't read a white page in a year. Do and you know people, are there people anything. that like the white pages? Are there people going like, it? like the last page on this, it was like, like, fill the in the book. blanks. Yeah, it, no, it, <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly. It's like reading the phone book, John. <laughs> That's right. what it is. It's like, so. it's not like the phone book. It is. It's like Adam Smith, 555. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it, like I said, I don't know. Like, I just don't know how many, how many X books do we need? How many bat books do we need? You know, it, it's certain it's getting kind of ridiculous at, at this point. But see, at least with the titles. bat books, like reading Joker, what they're doing is they're taking that. That's a good story. I'm enjoying that story. They didn't make up new characters. They just right. took existing characters and, and gave you a compelling story with those characters. Um, with inside Batman's universe, they're taking the main characters, they're stripping them of everything that we know and love. And then they're introducing new characters. And it's, I mean, am I talking Batman? Am I talking Superman? Am I talking, like, what is it? Right. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Other. That's just seems to be the formula and they they've run. A, I don't know. Are they doing this on purpose? Like, is there a big, you know, have they plotted this out years? Well, in I don't know. We have dark, be like, dark crisis. So I don't, right. I don't know what, they're doing there but at some point um, there has to be a reset we get where we get back to basic well, there will batman be. there and, will be because we've done it with new 52 we did it with rebirth like at a certain point they'll pull the plug and, and reset again um because 
you know, people get tired of what's happening. That's why New 52 reset to Rebirth, because everybody was tired of all these changes they made. You know, nobody wanted Superman running around with jeans and a black T-shirt with an S on it. You know, it's mm. like we're, we're tired of that now and we want Superman back. And so they do Rebirth and, you know, now we're doing whatever we're doing and eventually we'll all get tired of that, too. So um, I'm already tired of it, but. Um, yeah and that's that's why i said earlier this is like old man get off my lawn like i just right. want my old characters back i just want those old stories uh yeah not the exact same story but i guess that's no, what makes but, it hard to do these 80 90 years here and it's right hard to have an original story but you could still tell a new compelling story with right but these characters have endured for so long for a reason and right. when you go away from those reasons it starts to you know, break down a little bit. Yeah. Interest wanes. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. and when it wanes it, especially with characters like this, that everybody's so passionate about, it doesn't just fade off into like obscurity. It, it creates anger, which is right. good. You know, you want that anger because if they're not angry, you don't hear anything. All you get is. <laughs> right? right. And that's when, you know, you're really screwed because then it's like, all right, well now I, there's nobody to give some good content to. So, They've right. got to get, they got to write this shit before people start to go away completely. And then there's nobody around to tell we've got, Hey, we've got some new Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I, I was done months ago. So hopefully that happens soon. So. I hope so. Cause I would say vote with your wallets, but as a comic book store owner, <laughs> I need you to buy comics. Right. So I can't, I can't really say vote with your wallet. Cause again, I would do that. Like if I was a customer, I, I would just I not buy these books because they're not, good and right um and that happens like i get people dropping like batman is no longer my number one selling book i sell more copies of thor every month than i do batman really and yeah and that's crazy because for the first several years i was open that i i out batman outsold everything yeah in some cases it outsold like three and four and five titles put together you know and i think now peaked at the now i'm currently selling and I, and honestly um, I'm selling more Thor right now than I'm selling Batman or Spider-Man. And that's, you know, a testament yeah. to Donny Cates and how popular his Thor run is. But it's also like, hey, what's going on here? Because yeah. Thor is outselling Batman and Spider-Man. And that's not ever happened. Right. So. Well, I think like in the case of Batman, I think it's they peaked at the, <laughs> you know, the Tom King uh tinian transition that was pretty much the peak people were holding on for you know that and then we've been on a downhill since then and i think with spider-man it's just that story that was a you know, the amazing spider-man anyways was really right, good this for current story 20? with ben riley and my mm. sales are dropping by the yeah. issue right you know the fact that it's weekly again is super predatory and then it's just not even a good story on top of that. Now, again, I, if you look at the fact that Thor only comes out once a month and Spider-Man comes out four times, right. then Spider-Man is definitely outselling Thor. But on an individual issue-by-issue issue basis, um, right. I, I sell more copies of Thor than anything. Um, you know, The fact that Spider-Man, like I said, comes out four times a month, it, it outsells everything. But... <laughs> It shouldn't. So Nightwing uh, drops shoot. this week. How's that one sell? Uh, Nightwing's middle of the road for me. 
okay. you know, again, I, I don't, I can't speak for every store, but for me, no. it's it's mid tier. Like it's in the top ten, maybe, but it's not in the top five. Okay. So. Hmm. All right. All right. Speaking of some reboots, uh, what do we got coming up next week here? First one. Uh, well, yeah, Ghost Rider number one. Is this a uh, one-off, is, another one-off story, no, or is this, this is, Ghost no, Rider starting new, back up? This is a new ongoing series. Okay. Um, uh, Robbie Reyes, I believe, hmm. um, will be Ghost Rider in this, um, but I imagine we'll see um, all the, uh, you know, we'll see Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch and all the other Ghost Riders, too, uh, I'm sure, but... Um, but yeah, right. I, I like Ghost Rider, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and then this next one is from, um, I guess, Aftershock Comics is jumping into the Black Label book uh, scene as well, because this is um, a Black Label-sized book from Aftershock. Yeah, it's an oversized book. The Lion and the Eagle, issue jo- number one. Dr. Joe is not going to be happy. Nope, he is not. <laughs> um, because it will not fit in your regular bag and board. Nope. So. Um, this looks in- interesting though. It does. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to reading that. You know, it's kind of, it's a war, I guess a world war two story. Okay. Um, at least on the surface, you know, I haven't read it, so it could be something like Aerosmith where you open it up and it's all about dragons, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, we'll see. I'm not sure. Yep. All right. Yep. What else did you read this week? Um, I read, uh, devil's reign number four. Yes. Um, which is still great. Actually. Really good. I'm really enjoying that series. Um, Read that myself. Uh, I right. like the end of it. I didn't see that coming. No. Uh, you kind of, well, I can't say that. <coughs> I'm sorry. I didn't see it coming at the beginning of this issue. This is something I think we all thought was coming even before this series started. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't want to give anything away for anybody that hasn't read it or isn't keeping up on it. Um, but it is, you know, in the last Daredevil series, you were like, mm, okay, maybe this right. is something, this should be happening. But then when you turn the page at the end of this book, you're like, there, uh, it's like, it, it's pretty cool when something like that happens. Like I said, like, I didn't see it coming on that page, but it, when you think back, you're like, Ooh, we've been waiting for this. So th- right. it could get really, really interesting ramp up in book five. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then I took the advice of one Mr. Stephen King and I read mouse, um, which I had, I had never read before. Um, this is thick by the way. This is like 300 pages. It's, it's pretty, pretty big. You read the whole Um, thing already? Read the whole thing. Um, it's like, it's riveting, you know? Um, Really? You know, again, having read this book, cannot point to a single reason why this should not be part of any kind of curriculum or school organization or what have you there there it's a bit racist but you're talking about nazi germany and uh, (laughs) an event that was inherently racist you know right but you know there are some stereotypes like so see the author of this book uh, is the son of uh, the the main character who survived the Holocaust, both him and his mother, uh, both survived together. And so the father is like the typical, uh, I, I don't want to, I, I'm not trying to be racist, but like the typical stingy old Jew, you know what I mean? Like he, he's that character. So there is some like stereotype 
characters, but like he's a real person. So right. I mean, it's not a stereotype if that's what the guy was. You know what I mean? Right. But like you get to reading the book and. I'm not going to like expound on like the horrors of the Holocaust. Like we all know, we all know this by now, but, um, but like it is devastating. Like it, it was so just like, just such a downer. Like it was so like, <laughs> that's what you I, heard I it here first, everybody. Ser- World War well, II, such a downer. <laughs> I'm trying to search for the word and like, right. it's just not coming to me, but it, it's like, I know, you know, I didn't live through this. Um, uh, and I don't really at this point know anybody that did, but it's just unbelievable the 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 hatred and the things that went on. But you look at like that stereotype, let's say, of this guy that um it won't spend a penny and like won't throw anything away and like is constantly being like yelled at by his son because he won't spend the money to fix this or do all these things. But then you go back and you think about like what he went through all those years where like you were trading gold watches just to get a loaf of bread and you were getting like a piece right. of paper was something you had to trade a week's worth of rations to get a piece of paper. Um, so you could use it to go to the toilet. And so then fast forward and his son's yelling at him because he won't throw away half a box of cereal or whatever. And the, but you, if you think about like what this guy has been ingrained to think about all these possessions and the value of half a box of cereal or whatever. And you know, that's something that you and I will never understand. Like I'll throw away half a loaf of bread or a half a box of cereal just because I don't want to look at it in my cabinet anymore. There'd be nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? But this guy won't do that, and his son, who actually treats him pretty like his son is is kind of a dirt kind of a jerk you know and and treats him very badly um although i do i guess I admire the fact that he portrayed himself that way, so must have at the end realized that he treated his father very badly right. um because he didn't gloss over any of that like it was all there in this book, but and it's told like I said with animals. You know, the the Jews are mice, the Germans are cats, the U.S. soldiers are dogs, the Frenchmen are frogs. Like, again, a little bit of a couple, a <laughs> little bit of stereo. on the nose. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of stuff. But I mean, there. You had me at like everything, from the, even like the Americans are dogs, whatever. Right. But, you know, like, all right, it's all fun and games. Then you went the Frenchmen are frog. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. But honestly, um, if they had named, but, the, if they had made them anybody else, you'd be like, really? Are you right. just avoiding the frog for a right. reason? You know? Um, and so it's told through this lens of these animals, but it's the horrors of this were like, again, things I didn't even, yeah, that I didn't think of that I would never have known. Um, we know the broad strokes of what happened, but like, you don't know what these people went through on a daily basis. And, uh, it was really, uh, like I said, it was a pretty tough read. Uh, the art is very rudimentary. Like it's not a book that you're paying attention to for the art. Um, he's not the best artist in the world, but the story is pretty compelling. So, um, I honestly, I think it's something everybody should read once. I'll never read it again because it's way too depressing, but, um, there's a reason why it won the Pulitzer prize. And it just boggles my mind that like, this is something that we wouldn't want people to be aware of, you know? (laughs) So, uh, well, like we said last week, it's when you talk about something, you actually that you don't want people to know about 
you're actually right. bringing awareness to it. You know? Right. So Well, again, it made me read it. I probably never would have picked this book up in my lifetime. Right. You know? Exactly. I mean, I knew I, I knew exactly. of it. I had heard, obviously I had heard about it. Um, I knew it had won the awards and all that, but I never would have picked this book up on my own. Right. Um, I read it because they banned it, <laughs> you know? Well, and Stephen King told me to. Right. So. It, but the thing, the thing I said last week is, did they, I don't, I'm not familiar with the entire story of what's, it was a school that wanted it banned. It was a school so, that wanted it banned, and apparently they only banned it from their curriculum and not necessarily from their library. Right. So it they wasn't even that they... What age took, was it that they were teaching it? That's the thing. I, like, that I don't know. If you're banning it from know, an elementary but. school, for instance, you could I could say, like, it sounds as a headline. It sounds like, oh, they're it's banning probably a Probably more adult than that. Yeah. yeah but and that, if you're talking junior to high school level, right. then... Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, you, you, you have... Yeah, it definitely should be available. And that's the thing. When they banned this book, it wasn't a ban on the book in general. It was from the school's curriculum. And I, I didn't read any further of, you know, what age limit it was being taught at. I didn't, if, I didn't either. If it's I in a curriculum, know, that means it's being taught, not just right. in the school library. So, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, to, to your point of the... Um, I wanted to comment on the stereotype. Like you said, it's like everything you were describing was my grandmother about right. being quote unquote cheap, you know, but right. my great, my grandmother was as Catholic as Catholic can be. Well, and mine too. And they were Italian. Yeah. It, you know, it's also a product of when you grew up because people didn't have as much as they do now. Right. Um, my grandmother grew even up then, in Canada, like in Nova Scotia, Canada, in Halifax, right. Nova Scotia. And right. I, w I would have been able to say like, you, she would have been the stereotypical person that grew up during the depression, right? Right. And you conserved every, like you didn't know where your next meal was coming from. You didn't throw out your bread. You scraped the mold off of it. Exactly. And, you know, and, or it's like, oh, just don't eat that part. That's how. Or you make a pudding or you make a bread pudding. <laughs> yeah, or you do exactly. But you do something with it. I'm know? not familiar with how the depression hit Canada, but right. I, you know, she had that mentality. My grandfather had that mentality. We grew up a product of excess. We grew right. up in the seventies, not so much excess in the seventies, but that, you know, with the oil crisis, blah, blah, blah. Right. We ended up basically with kind of our own version of the roaring eighties where everything was excess. And then we got slapped with AIDS. That was our big thing. It was like, whoa, right. put the brakes on. Uh, people were having too good of a time before we learned how to have a good time. Exactly. <laughs> like, I missed I, I missed it again. Yeah, exactly. We missed it <laughs> by know? that much. Yeah. But um but yeah, so we grew up a product of excess and it was and we're still been there's a reset I think this what we're in right now is that's the recess is coming. The reset right. is coming. But it's that's why I think like when you say like these stereotypes it, it's you're it, it's exactly right. You're a product of your upbringing and the stuff that like look at what the the Jews have gone through and right. taught. It's like generation after generation is just like, we have this, we have this, they have the Holocaust. They, they've been suppressed so long that you're like, okay, you never know when the next one's coming. So that, I don't know. It's like, it's, but like I said, my grandmother, super, super Catholic. And she acts the exact same way because of her upbringing. So, right. But yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Like I said, it's definitely worth it. Um, you know, like I said, it's not a pick me up in any way, but no. it's um, it's definitely I think an important 
story to read, you know, so. All right. Did that give you opportunity yeah. to read anything else? No, 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 that was pretty much. I mean, I read most of my weeklies. I kind of read those first, and then I jumped into this. Um, but yeah, no, this took me several nights. I mean, it was pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, have, so have you read Joker number 12? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, and I like I said earlier, that one there, I, I like where that story's going. Yes, I um, do too. Very su- nice surprise ending at that. And there's even a line in there. This isn't a Joker story. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've been saying I've been that. You, for, I've been saying that for, for 11, 11 and a half issues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about Scorched or The Scorched? I did. Yep. Really good. Uh, yep. Still enjoying that. Yep. Yep. Really enjoying that. I caught up, uh, finished that, uh, or caught up with De- uh, Daredevil Woman Without Fear, number two. Yeah, that's good. Yep. That was good. Uh, and that should just about do it for myself. Uh, of course, okay. I'm still plugging away on Saga. I took pretty much, like, I brought my uh, iPad with me for the weekend, but I didn't do a lot of reading. Didn't just read it. Yeah. Vegged. I did a little bit, but not as much as I had planned on. I thought I was going right. to be able to bang that out, but instead we just, you know, with the six of us, hung out and chatted. So had a good yeah. time. Well, I mean, that's what you go for. You don't go for to sit in your corner and read. Right. <laughs> you know? So. Exactly. Exactly. So, but. All right. Uh, you ready to get to checkout? Uh, real world. Real world. Checkout. Oh, I, We're in checkout I read now. the wrong graphic. Yeah, we, you yeah. are 100% correct. <laughs> See, without you producing this show, we'd be I know. Screwed. Show saver. Show saver. Yeah, there you go. Uh, as long as we're recording, we're good. All right. Let's get to... John, you ready to get to real world? I am. All righty then. All right. So we're going to start this section off the way we do every week with a little bit of Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched The Tuck Rule on ESPN. Oh this boy. was a one hour. This was a one hour show uh, with Tom Brady and um, Charles Woodson. Is this geared towards the New debating. England fan or the Oakland fan? Oh no, it's very well. It's, I guess it depends on who you're listening to because it's it's Tom and Charles sitting on a really? couch watching the show and arguing about the play and the call. And you know, there was a little bit of man in the arena flashback because we did kind of relive the the season right. again. Um, but it, this was just a lot of them that, you know, obviously they were friends before that happened. They, yeah. they went to school together in Michigan. Um, but you know how their lives changed by this event. Um, and all of that from Charles Woodson's, um, I don't know, 70,000 square foot house on the water, you know, and <laughs> don't cry for me, Charles. <laughs> about how your career changed because of the tuck rule, because you seem to do all right for yourself. Um, but it was pretty enjoyable. Like I said, it's just one hour, one episode. It was like the 30 for 30 um, ESPN yeah. does. And, um, you know, but, uh, and this one actually had Bill in here too, um, which Bill didn't really appear at all in Man in the Arena, uh, Belichick. But yeah. he, he sat down a couple times in this. And of course, John Gruden was there. And then, the guy, whoever the owner of the the Raiders was there, and um, Rob Kraft was there, and you get to see his office. and In his office, he's got the giant portrait of 
that play <laughs> right like, on his wall, you know, because it started the whole dynasty for him. So um, it was fun, you know. So uh, did I, I it, it was fun, but did Ron Woodson and Gruden did they say did they admit? that that's what the rule was at the time. And it was, well, cause a lot of they, people, well, let me, a lot of people right. that aren't from like, we're very familiar with it cause it, it's new England, but well, a lot now. of, yeah, well, yeah, but a lot of people did still to this day have no idea that that was a rule that had been in place for years. Right. Actually worked against the Patriots. I think twice earlier in that exact season, yeah, and that came up. But a lot of people it, it, think it was invented, and then that was the only time it was ever used because they took the rule out, what, six years later or something? Right. <laughs> not even right away. It was not so much that they didn't um, acknowledge that the rule had existed and been in place. It was the interpretation of the play and the rule being applied. Oh, of course. Like, Woodson still, of course, believes to this day that Brady was tucking the ball back and he was it was not a forward pass he know? was and um you know whether it was the right call or the wrong call but what what i thought was great about the whole thing was the referee who made the call was on there again defending himself to this day but made the comment that he never officiated another raiders game again for the rest of his career and i was not aware that teams had the ability to choose the officials that that officiated their games. Because I don't know if, if that's they could the case. Choose why them. wouldn't you always pick the guys that you know? I, I, I don't think you can choose. I guess you but can I think say, you can refuse. Right? You maybe, know what I mean? It's like kind of like picking but, a jury. Here, give us right. the give us the four refs you'd never want to see again. Okay. Right. <laughs> so and, you won't see. Yeah. It, and they never saw him again. Exactly. It's um, probably he, better for his safety. But on the flip side, he did a whole bunch of New England games. <laughs> and they all loved him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because um, there was like different scenes with Bill and him on the sidelines before the game, just yucking it up and having a great right. old time. So, um, no, that's a call that could have gone either way. It and could both have gone side, either way. Both sides yeah. would have a beef either way. Right. So, like, I completely understand Oakland being upset, but that is the rule, right? Right. If they hadn't called it, I think New England would be like the tuck rule. Why didn't it? Cause it had right. happened to New England fans earlier in the season. Like what? Yeah. Well, then they would have argued, well, he was just tucking it in. I know that's why it's the tuck rule. It's a, it, right. the idea of the rule was to take it out of the interpretation of the ref. Right. That way, if it's, if the ball, if your arms coming down, whether you're coming down to tuck it in or you're coming down with a throw, either way, it's out of the ref's hands. And it just happened to be, if if the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl, we never hear about this again. Never mind if they called right. it the other way. If the Patriots hadn't gone on and won the Super Bowl, we probably never hear of it again. They don't go on to the dynasty. We never hear, even if they won that Super Bowl and then just disappeared, we don't hear about it again. It's kind of just become this fun, everybody thinks that's the you know precipice. But you forget, like they still had to tie the game up from there. They, they still, still right. That wasn't the, kick right, the that overtime. wasn't the end of the game. <laughs> right. That wasn't the end of the game. They still had work to do. And it was funny because again, Tom said multiple times just what I had said like last week on the show. Like if that call goes the other way, he probably doesn't have his career, you know? Because oh, really? there's a good yeah. chance there's a good chance that they bring Drew back as the number one starter the next year 
and mm. Tom Brady is Jimmy Garoppolo for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? And um, I think know, he would have. I he might have found yeah, a way, yeah, he, but he it might found. it wouldn't have been in New England. I don't think. I don't because, know. He had a pretty good year leading up to that. He, he did. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that they, that Bill had already decided on him, I don't think Bill is making a decision on a tuck rule, uh, regardless. Right. You know what I mean? And, the, the following again, year. Again, it could, it could have still happened, but there's also the chance that the next 20 years don't play out the way, you I, know. Well, so. uh, yes, that's true. But I, I think he would have been the starter the following year. I think yeah. that was already cemented. The fact that you're starting Brady in that game, and then regardless of what happens in that snow game, which was hell for every yeah. for any quarterback, you're not saying, "All right, we'll give Drew a, give Drew the start next year because Brady blew the playoff game that I gave him a start where quarterbacks shouldn't be doing well, anyways." Right. Yeah. So I, I don't think it changed that. But you're right. Who knows what it does to everybody's confidence? Right. And I mean, but yeah, yeah. you just we, never know. But. We we do know hindsight. They went on. Yeah. So, <laughs> and there's three weeks in a row we get to talk yep. about Tom Brady after we said we would never do it again. Um, well, but anyway, um, after that, I we, we caught up on Pam and Tommy. So yeah, we watched the next three episodes. Did of that. you get to that part? I I did get to that part. What yes. the hell? That was you take that out and it, the show. I I think the show is getting really good. The current yeah. episode, um, you see everything. That's, I'm like, I'm kind of interested. Like, does Seth Rogen survive? Even, <laughs> I even don't that know. was fine. I mean, it was just a just a bit. You it know? was I mean, weird, though. You know, it, it was it, weird. It, felt, it was weird. You, but, <laughs> but didn't it? Doesn't it? Like, even in hindsight, now, no, you're all caught up on the entire thing. It doesn't really fit. Everything else felt more. Um, Factual documentary, like like a reenactment, well, right? But, but then here's you the get thing: to that this is part, and it's like this is like a dramatization of a scene with like I can I can definitely picture Tommy Lee standing in front of that mirror having a conversation with his junk. You know what I mean? Who amongst us hasn't? Exactly. <laughs> so this is just like the you know right, buddy. The, his in, in my mind's eye, you know, in your mind's of eye what that, of what that might be. You know, but. It was weird. Like so, I, I definitely did not see that coming. Like so I was like, <laughs> so okay, I get not it. <laughs> seeing that, right? I was like looking away. I, but yeah. when they, like you said, the prosthetics and everything. So I went to the area where the prosthetics would be attached, and I'm looking, and I'm right. like, obviously they covered it up with shrubbery. Right. <laughs> but Jen, I did not look very closely. But Jen's like. It's moving like a mouth. Oh, I watched it. I didn't. I, I'm not, I was I, like, I'll take your I'm word. Not embarrassed. But <laughs> I'm, I've watched enough. I've watched enough adult video that I don't shy away from anything at yeah, this point. So I, I was. Just I watched like, every bit of it, and it was like, yeah. When it was like talking, talking like a mouth, I was, was like, okay, that's that's what that's I mean. Taking it, I did, I didn't little, notice that. Jen's far. the one that pointed that out to me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah that's that's an odd artistic choice right there <laughs> but again but also made perfect sense in the in the scene that it was in you know the, in the context that the scene was taking place right it made sense right i mean we if there's all... a voice coming out of it then something has to be speaking so right. <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> but, but yeah it's i mean i get the idea of it i mean we all think with that 
<laughs> right. That's, that's where our brains so, are. But might as, might as well have a conversation. With having you. a conversation with your brain might as well, right? But I just felt like I guess it was a comical way to portray it. But in in the in the scope of the show, I felt like everything about it was it had it light. It had its lighter moments, but it's pretty dark show. Yeah. And I mean, it, does, it is very dark. It, it does and... not portray Tommy Lee very well. Well, I mean, here's the thing. In a very it's good like, light, I should say. I think they're both garbage people, like Pam and Tommy both. But you also feel really bad for them. Like by the time that all that tape was breaking and all that stuff was getting out there, like I, I legit felt maybe not as much for him, not but I him. did for her. You he know? caused it. And I, well, like, I mean, I, I would even... You can't say he caused it. I mean, they were both... Well, he caused it in the sense that the guy stole the safe because of what he did. Because of the way he treated But, I mean, they people. both consented to making that video. Oh, like, no, no, it's no, not no. Like they, I have, yeah, I have no issue with them know. making the video. I have no issue with them putting it in a safe. I have no issue... Right. I mean, clearly, they're, they made a video that they did not want to get... A, now, of course, this is the story. There's also, to be fair, there is all, like... There's also the other side of the story where it's just as plausible that this is all a farce and they, they put it out themselves because this was at a time when their careers were going south. But, um, well, his Barbara, was, she was on the rise. She was, I mean, she was on Baywatch. She was getting movie roles. He was done. Like Barbed Motley Crue was, <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, she was getting roles. Right. He was on the decline. Like Motley Crue was on, like you know, the VH1 right hits, you know, things, and were kind of yeah, on the decline. They weren't but, doing well at the time. This was right. probably the biggest thing in their career, like to the at that time, right? right. Motley Crue's heyday was over. Hers yes. was probably going. To, but anyways, without getting to, into their history, at, when this came out, it a lot of people thought they did it themselves. And you right. could see why at the time. And now we're getting this version of the story. And fine, let's go with that version of the story. You right. you look at what Tommy Lee did and you're like, wow, you treat people that way. What do you expect? Especially when you well, get to yeah. that scene when he's sitting with the private investigator. Right. And, and Tommy like, Lee's oh, like, oh, I don't them, know. You know. Yeah. And yeah. she's looking at him like, yeah, we know who it is. And the private right. investigator's like, I, yeah, we know who it is. And, and Tommy Lee's like, what? <laughs> yeah. it's like you didn't give him his tools <laughs> he's like but yeah it's, so i don't feel bad for them at all i i don't and no more than i feel bad for seth rogan's character yeah. you you go down that road that's what you're gonna end up doing yeah but again you know he's broke he's oh yeah, money. yeah like i can see retaliate I mean, oh I can, I can too definitely see him no, doing but what's exactly coming what his way did, now you know? though What's coming his way now? Well, yeah, but again, that's a product of him trusting people that he shouldn't be trusting because he's about to get screwed too. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, because that guy, uh, you know, his buddy there is is jacking him around. So yeah, um, yeah. But anyways, all that being said, it's it's very entertaining. I don't know yes. how factual it is, but right, it's it's entertaining to say the least. And I don't know. I found myself feeling a little bad for her, like strolling through the set oh. of her TV show when they're watching that video. And yeah, like, absolutely. You, know, you, you got to feel like kind of bad for them. Oh yeah. I uh, feel, I mean, yeah, for, from a, yeah, I feel bad for her for that way. 
That's what, when I say I don't feel bad for them, I should say I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel, I do yeah. feel bad for her because I don't, she didn't do anything to deserve this either. I mean, no, she didn't. You know, she didn't know that they weren't paying. She did, like, she's not a great person, but she inherently didn't do anything to hurt anybody or be a bad person. You know what I mean? Right. She's just not the smartest. She's not the sharpest crayon in the box. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but in the end of the day, she didn't go out of her way to be malicious or hurt anybody. Right. You know, and so she does really didn't deserve it. Um, right. Him, like I said, on the other hand, he's a, and that's what's, and, and that's what's kind of sad is he been, did deserve you know? it, but he doesn't get affected. If anything, this exactly. Is, this actually like upped his notoriety. Well, like she said, if anything, yeah, you're going to walk down the street and people are going to be high fiving you. Whereas she's going to walk down the street and everybody's going to be judging. So, right. Um, you know, yeah, I didn't, I never judged her. I never did either. I, I mean, we all, we all do it. <laughs> it's yeah. not like everybody does it. So it's not like you I know. feel bad about it. I know. But, That's, yeah. Um, we just don't all have it broadcast for the whole world to see. But <laughs> uh, John, I think if we did that and it was broadcast, no one would want to see. I'd have to pay them to watch it. <laughs> exactly. not the other way around. <laughs> so. All right. What else did you watch? <laughs> um, I watched now we're going in, really dark. <laughs> yeah. We watched In From the Cold. Um hmm. Okay. Which is that show on Netflix? You brought it up last week about like the big cliffhanger or the big um, surprise at the end of the first episode. Um, I did. In yeah, from you brought the cold? it up last week in the show. Yeah, um, you talked about the giant like twist ending of the first episode. Um, I don't even remember in from the cold. It came up in the show because that's why I watched it. Now, whether you somebody talked about it in the mailbag or something, I don't know. But um, it was like cold. that's funny. I'm it, like, anyway, I watched it. Um, it did have a giant twist ending at the beginning oh, of the show. Yeah. Okay, that that you did not see coming, even though I knew there was going to be a giant twist ending. I okay. still didn't see this coming, um, and it completely changed the type of show that this was. It was almost akin to like um, the um, the vampire movie that I always talk about, um, Tarantino. Um, oh, Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Whereas you know, for half the movie, you don't know it's a vampire movie. Well, this was the kind of same thing. Like this is a spy thriller all the way up until don't. like the last yeah. five minutes, and then it's still a spy thriller, but it's got a whole new element mixed in. All right. and I'm not. Gonna, to I'm not going to tell yeah, you yeah, what cool. it is because I'm not going to spoil it. Um, but then, you know, at yeah, the end Martin of the day, talked about it, was, it in mailbag. We, that's why we know yeah. about it. And it's like, I, cause I'm like, you're like, you talked about it. I was like, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah. like, well, you brought yeah. it up. Right. Yeah. yeah it was um, in mailbag. Martin had talked about it on Twitter. So we talked about it and, uh, but yeah. All right. I'll definitely, but at the end of the Jen case, it, like it? it was a, it was a decent show. Like it wasn't, okay. it wasn't great. I kind of wished, I kind of feel like it would have been better if they didn't do what they did at the, you know, oh, really? In, in, yeah, like if it was just a straight like Black Widow type of Russian spy drama, I think it would have been better than what it became. But it still was good. Um, this is another show that could definitely be set up for multiple seasons, and it actually had the same type of twist ending in the very last minute of the last episode too that you don't see coming. Oh, cool. so um. So yeah, I don't know. It, it was pretty decent. What's it on? Um, it's on Netflix. And it's Netflix. like one season. It's eight episodes. Um, so it wasn't wasn't too hard to watch. Um, 
And then we just started watching Afterlife. This is also on Netflix. This is uh, Ricky Gervais, and it's got three seasons of six episodes each at 30 minutes. So it's a total of like nine hours for the whole three seasons. Um, I, I am actually really, really, really liking this show. It's got a definite Ted Lasso vibe for me where like the setup is not the same at all, but it's just the kind of the heart and the, like the, the soul of the show reminds me a lot of Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, Um, and it's Ricky Gervais. So this is also, this is very, uh, British, um, it's got all these actors in it that you don't know their names, but you've seen them in all the British right. shows, you yeah. know, like the ladies in Downton Abbey and this guy who's like from Doctor Who, you know, you, yeah. like you've seen all these people, but I don't know who any of them are. Um, right. it's like, but Ricky Gervais, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the premise is that, you know, is, is, is a guy that his wife passes away from cancer before the show even starts. Like it, it has already happened when the show begins. And so he's a guy that was kind of like, you know, the great guy, everybody's friend, you know, like every life of the party and just went completely the other way and just like doesn't want to live anymore, like doesn't see the good in anything and just is now going to go through his life like my hero, basically saying whatever comes to his mind, whatever he wants, doing whatever he wants, you know, because he doesn't care. Because he's like, you know, <laughs> if it just gets to the point where I've gone too far, I'll just kill myself and that'll be the end of oh, it. Geez. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of down, but it kind of, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. like I said, it's, but it's, it's got that, it's got a lot of humor and it, it, underneath it all, it's got that, like that heart, like Ted Lasso kind of has. Like, you know, like, even though he's saying all this, he's still the guy that he always was. Like, he's not that guy. Yeah. And, you know, still ends up doing good things for people and whatever. But I, I definitely think you and Jen would, would really, really enjoy this show. I, I'm liking it a What's lot. What's the name like, of it I again? Can't, it's called Afterlife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard. Yep, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know a lot and like about I said, that. It's, That's on Netflix it's super, as well. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And, um, like I said, we're already halfway through the season two because it's so quick. Right. Like you just blast right through it. Um, but yeah, um, that's it. Um, that's it quick. Yeah. That's it for this week. I mean, uh, again, I watched a lot of, um, a lot of sports, you know, Super Bowl, but a lot of soccer, yeah. you know, all the leagues are starting back up again. So I'm watching like three or four games a week of, you know, football and in different things. So, um, starting to take more time i mean i did catch i you know i i watched this week's vox machina episodes mm-hmm. and um you know of course i watched boba fett which we'll talk about i'm sure yeah um we'll talk about that in a and, minute but that's that's really all we watched all right um i got a couple we well i'll lead off with this lead off with the good news jen and i started this little known show um you might have heard of it uh from 1999 uh-huh. The Sopranos? I was just, I was just going to say the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we yeah. St- we started that um the other night. We did two episodes back to back for us, John. That's a wow. big deal. That uh, is a big deal. And can you clarify why season 6 is A and B? When you look at it on HBO Max, it's like season it, it, like it goes all the way up to season 6 and then you get to season 6 and it's season 6 A and season six B and they look and, and is there a season seven? No. There's so only like when I bought seven the, seasons, 
Right. There's right? seven seasons, so I I don't know why they're calling it six A and six B. B. Okay, I didn't like know. When if, I you know. bought the when I bought the DVD sets, it was season six and season seven. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know the answer. Yeah, it's weird. But, it's weird. But yeah, so we're starting out, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you, you hook Jen in with the whole. It opens with the therapy and everything. So right. you hook her in on that. I mean, I couldn't um, tell you what happened in the first episode now. It's been so long, but I just know that it's a great show. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's, they had coffee, John. They, yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, a lot of sitting around doing nothing, really, but yeah. It, it was good. Um, but yeah. So we started that. And, uh, in honestly, it was because of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cause they had that commercial oh, in the there. Commercial? With the, yeah. And I, and yeah, Jen's like, what's this? And AJ. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "That's from," and I knew that was from the Sopranos. I'm like, "That right. they're it, with the music and everything." Well, the music, you know, right away. But that because right. I had to look at her twice. I told, I was like, "Oh, Is that I know Meadow? who she was." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Meadow." And then yeah, yeah. of course AJ shows up at the end. Yeah, but. and that's I didn't know their characters' names. I just I knew she was definitely from the Sopranos. I didn't know yeah. he was, but I assumed yeah. that it was a Sopranos type thing, and that was yeah, they were brothers, brother and sister. Oh, okay. And yeah. yeah, that was from, um, that was for, what was that for? Silverado commercial. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like, know how that, so I don't know how that commercial makes me want to buy a Silverado, but it, well, was, it, it was, worked because they just got yeah. another one on the bright side chat. You can't get much yeah. better than that. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Free, free publicity. Yeah. Oh, who said it was free, John? That's See what true. I did there? Huh? <laughs> I'm wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. <laughs> well, good. We need it. Best commercials. The ones where people don't even know it's a commercial. Right. Um, All right. Now, sticking with HBO Max, let's go to the bad news. So before we got into, we figured we'd let the women have a show before we got into all of the uh, pregame stuff in the city. No, 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 no. We watched a movie and it wasn't they didn't. It's not like the women picked this. They were, were scrolling through what we could watch on HBO Max. And this is probably around 11 on Sunday morning. Um, yeah. Before we got into, all, like I said, all the pregame stuff and it went all like men checking out all the pregame stuff. Right. So we're like, let's watch something to get a movie together. All right. Well, we watched Kimmy. On oh, eight. did you? I was going to watch it. Don't. But I guess I should not. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell by the way you brought it up. that oh, The bad news. <laughs> I fell asleep. Did you? <laughs> and then I woke up and I was almost half right in my analysis of the movie <laughs> and like, and my buddy Scott, he, he told me what actually happened and he goes, but yeah, that thing was really slow. It yeah. just, you've seen it all before. It's been, in, Zoe Kravitz is in it and she's fine. Yeah. What I saw, but it's just so slow and tedious and it's just, oh, uh, it was awful. And Kimmy yeah. is that the term Kimmy is a, um, it's Alexa. Yeah. Alexa. Right. Yeah. And that, that's what they're using. And it's, it's a take on that, but you kind of like, like I said, I fell asleep because I, it was so slow and I figured I'd figured out the ending already. And I was like 85% right. I just missed the right. direction that they went in because I slept through it, but it was awful, awful. So I, I don't recommend Good. that Save one the at trouble. all. So, um, other than that, just, I'm on the, you know, I've got some, I'm out of shows now. Cause I finished, obviously we finished, uh, Reacher, um, right. and I'm not caught up yet on Peacemaker. 
okay. I was going to be, but I didn't have a game last night. My game is actually tonight, and that's what I watch when I come home right. at uh, 1 o'clock in the morning uh, while I eat my dinner. <laughs> right. But uh, so Peacemaker, still enjoying that. And uh, I think that just pretty much gets us to this week's um, Mandalorian update. Yeah. The season well, this was finale. More Boba, this was definitely more of a Boba Fett episode, but... Was it, though? It, it, it had a lot of Mandalorian in it, but um, right. at least Boba Fett was present. He right, was present but, and accounted for. Yes, so. he was there, but the season as a whole for Book of Boba Fett, I'd say, has yeah. to go down as a as a disappointment. Yeah. But the Mandalorian, on the other hand, it, it, it and it's all, and I've had this conversation with many people, and I've, I've said, for people like you and I, John, this was a big disappointment because of Boba Fett and what they did yeah. to that character. And I, I just think they PC'd him too much. And the reason the Mandalorian is so popular is because we had no expectations. Well, right, because we didn't know what a Mandalorian was. Right, there I mean, wasn't. We knew anything. what they were, but I mean, we didn't know what this show was going to be about until we got it. And there was what, no expectations. Yeah, and for for Boba Fett, though, we thought at the begin before the show aired, we thought we were good in good hands with Filoni and Favreau. Yeah, and they just they missed it. I think the the whole PC culture took over. They would have been. I, I feel like for people like ourselves, they would have been better served keeping him more of the Mandal of the Boba Fett that we got in the Mandalorian when he right. showed up in the Mandalorian and was the badass that he was helping the Mandalorian. I think I don't know. I just think they just tried to clean him up so much. That even, I mean, even in the final episode, you have Cad Bane going, you've changed. Right. You know, you're, it's just like. Well, the biggest thing for me is that at the end of the day, I still don't know why Boba Fett wanted to be the daimyo of Mos Espa. Right. Like, what did any of that mean to him? Why did he want to be there? They didn't do they did nothing to establish that at all in the entire show. So you're kind of just like, what does my hero want? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why he is there in doing what he's doing. And it just fell flat because there was no real reason. He's not, you know, he had no ties there. It's not like he grew up there. It wasn't his hometown. They didn't tell some kind of funny story about something that happened. You know, there was just, why? I mean, was it for revenge against Jabba the Hutt? Because at the end of the day, he had no beef with Jabba. No. Like, he shouldn't have had any reason to want revenge against him. Or uh, Bib Fortuna, for that matter. You know, I mean, they fulfilled their end of the bargain. He delivered Han, they paid him, and then he went out in the barge and got knocked off into the Sarlacc. But that's not anybody's fault but his own. So there's no, like, revenge story or any reason <laughs> No, that. no. Um, and then the other part that really disappointed me, although I pegged this, like, four episodes ago, um, the, the Tusken Raiders just never pay off. Like, right. right. there was no reason for that story to exist because 
they didn't they didn't show up in the last episode and help him out like there was no payoff to even, any of that story. even the idea that they um they were killed off by the people that he was battling and he didn't know right right the um yeah it was thought it was the gang and it was really the pikes or whatever right he didn't know that and he never knows it like he never even finds that out so well he finds out that from ever Cad pays bane. off that's how bane tells him oh, at the that's end right. in the that's street right. he does say it but right. but he but to your point like Let's say then, that Boba Fett knew that. What if they revealed at that moment when Bane tells him and he goes, yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. Then right. it would have all come, <clears throat> excuse me, full circle. But they well, missed on even, that. Like he's well, just and even an with that, right? That like, there. so, so Cad Bane tells him, okay, this is what happened. And then Fennec is the one that goes and gets revenge. Like she's the one that kills him. So they don't even have a scene where Boba Fett hunts him down and, and, and takes revenge for killing the Tuscan Raiders. No. Like, it just never mattered. It never meant anything. But that's and, what I mean. At the end of the day, this was just a bunch of stories that didn't mean anything. Like, and also, like, uh, you know, spo- I, we could talk spoilers as far as I'm concerned. The post credit scene with Cad Bane, the tank, not Cad Bane, but Cobb Vanth and the right. back to tank, why was he there? Like, Boba Fett has no attachment to him. He's the guy that had his armor. You know, it was like, why am I saving him? Well, like, because he got the villagers to show up. Yeah. Before he got he it. Yeah. He didn't get the villagers to show up. Him getting shot got the villagers to show up. Well, like, he go. didn't convince them to right. show up. It was the fact that Cad Bane killed him, so-called killed him, that right. made them show up. So it, he didn't really do anything except get shot, you know? So, right. The whole entire uh, thing was it, 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 it just didn't mean anything at all. At I had one person explain to me um, a, an actual scenario where the story itself, the the idea of the book of Boba Fett is just an offshoot. It's part of it's a chapter in the Mandalorian story. And that's why well, I believe that's the case, too. The, like, the I think the story Fett, right? will continue to go on. Yeah. Um, I think Boba shows up somewhere in Mando season three, you know, and, um, but my story probably continues. My beef or my issue is what they've done with Boba Fett. And it's as much as he had a lot of mystique to his lore, it was still there. It's not like we knew nothing about him. It's just that we knew that he was a badass. He was the, he was the, the baddest bounty hunter in the galaxy. He was, you know, ruthless and this and that. And they just, they just annihilated that. Well, he's like the only guy that ever gave back talk to Vader and survived, right? Like that's how bad he was. Like other than the emperor, nobody got away with talking back to Vader, but he's like, you know, he's, you know, he's no good to me dead and I can't do this. You know, it's like, he's the only one giving lip to Vader. So, (laughs) you know, that, gives you this idea that you know like i said he's feared and he's this he's that guy right and then you get to this show and he's not that guy at all um so yeah Yeah. i don't know yeah i think it did yeah at the end of the day i think this show did more harm than good for boba the character yeah um it did a lot to to advance the mandalorian storyline um you know I, i like you know, I, I like all the stuff they did with him, with Grogu. I loved Grogu putting the, 
the rancor to sleep i thought was awesome you know <laughs> snuggling um, up next to him <laughs> the other thing that bothered me too is i was watching this show is like there's like i don't know how many minutes of scene where they're all shooting at the battle droids with the shields up and the shit the you know the it nothing's getting work. through but yeah. they keep shooting anyway and it's like what is gonna like? What do you think is gonna be different if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again? It's like, <laughs> can you stop already? Like, right? It, it's not working. Like, I don't know why anybody's not like shooting the ground beneath their feet and maybe like right you know, get into trip or do whatever. But that was kind of like stop shooting at him. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm yelling at Lydia. It's like, stop shooting at him. You right. Know? It's, it's like, not doing you're not, anything. You're not doing anything. You know? Other than alerting uh, him to where you are. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, and unlike some people, I saw the Rancor thing coming from a mile away. Like I heard yeah. people saying, I never even thought of that. It's like, are you kidding me? Like I saw that coming. As soon as the battle droid showed up, I was like, he's going to go get the Rancor and, I didn't know like, they got you know. that large, like building large. Oh yeah, they were huge. I mean, that thing was huge. Yeah, um, but nice little. Yeah. And then uh, at the King end of the Kong day, did more homage. than good. Like yeah, very Godzilla. You know, he like he destroyed Mos Espa. But, yeah. Well, he <laughs> um, he was King Kong because he climbed yeah. up the thing, and they're like, not, yeah, you're just making him angry, which is right. what they said to, about uh, King Kong and Kong, climbing right. up. You know, climbing up the Empire State Building and being at the top, swatting at him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought. I mean, th- as far as a Mandalorian story, it's great. From those last, what is it, three episodes? Fantastic. Yeah. But the ugh, stupid computer. Um, but everything leading up to that, like you said, there was no real good tie-in. There was nothing. It just Boba yeah. Fett just. It, it felt Fell very flat. flat for me. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the end of the day. It wasn't the best. Um, but you know, Boba now we have Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah we now have we have Obi Wan, so we just move on, right? Like again, not everything can be the best. And um, I'll watch Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, season two. I mean, I, I imagine I, I definitely watch going it if to be they do one, it. Yeah, because you know the Mandalorian's going to be in it, right? <laughs> well, and and the good news is there won't be any more flashbacks because we've seen them all. So we hope. Um, we hope. <laughs> So maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll get something out of it, but yeah. Um, yep. Yep. All right. Is that it? Not a, not a, so. not a super positive show, John. <laughs> we had our moments. We had our moments. I mean, yeah, they can't all be gems, John. Nope. Can't all be gems. All right. That'll do it for this week. Uh, that's uh, We'll be back next week. What do we got for shows to talk about next week? We don't have a Boba Fett. Well, Peacemaker. Peacemaker finale will be next week if you're caught up. Um, is it? Is the finale tomorrow? It drops yes. on Thursdays, right? So is that the yeah. finale is this week? All right. I will definitely. Yeah. I'll make sure I'm caught up by next week for that. Um, and uh, yeah. And that's really it because there's no... There's no Marvel or Star Wars show for the next couple of weeks, at least. Ooh. So, all right, I'll get caught I'm up. Sure on we'll my, find, yeah, I'm sure we'll find something. To catch up on more of the Expanse. Um, I'll have to check out uh, In from the Cold, Afterlife, all that fun stuff. Check out both of those. Yeah, um, I don't know if Jen In from the Cold may be a hit, may not, but Afterlife, I think you'll both enjoy. Okay, so. sounds good. All right. 
Uh, you can, uh, if you want to be included on Mailbag, you can contact us at Brightside underscore chat. Or you can tweet at John directly at Ark. My mouth just went funny. At Arkham Comics with an X. <laughs> That's, you got it. There you go. And he will forward all messages on to me, hopefully. Or you just tag us both and we'll chat back. I was going to say, usually we're both tagged. So Yeah, so. Uh, but other than that, have a great week, everybody. And um, have fun. Take care, everyone. Hey, Fred.